Welcome to the God is the Issue podcast with Brad Bright. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. Think about it. Our view of God determines what we think on all moral, cultural, and economic issues. It even determines how we vote. Hope for the future of our country and our world lies in our ability to make God the issue in every issue. Today, basically a PG-13, PG-14, you know, kind of a show. We're going to talk about God, science, transgenderism, and blackface. God did not say, oops. This is part one of a two-part series. Brad Bright, thanks for being with us today. Great to be here, Jim. I think it's important to note, Brad, that we just, uh, we're going to uh, touch on some heavily sensitive subjects today. Uh, not appropriate for uh, you to be listening with your family without a little bit of uh, caution. Uh, but we're not going to talk about inappropriate things, but just things that are a little blunt, having to do with uh, sexual identity. And uh, so, therefore... The listener is uh, forewarned, but please continue to listen. Brad, there's a lot of confusion about the whole transgender thing. Terms such as cis and non-binary. What does it all mean? Well, I do. I see a lot of confusion out there of of what these terms mean. So I I really want to start the show by defining some of the terms and helping people understand what they mean in a way that you can actually remember what they mean. So, yeah, let's start with the term cisgendered. If you ask someone who's 50 or older what it means, you're, you're, you might get a blank stare or, or shrug of the shoulders like, I, I don't really know. But here's the thing. If you ask a 10-year-old what it means, they're likely going to say it means the person is a hater. So, and, and we can talk about the why of that a little, little later. So there's a broad spectrum of how people view the term. So that's kind of the context of where we're going. But what does it really mean? Cisgendered. Cisgendered. Okay. Here's, here's, it's very simple, actually. It it seems confusing, but it's simple. If you identify as the gender on your birth certificate, you are cisgendered. You say, okay, well, I've heard that before, but I can never keep it all straight. Well, understand what cis means. C-I-S. It is a Latin prefix. It means on this side of. So cis is a Latin prefix. It means on this side of. Trans is a Latin prefix that means on the other side of. So cis means on this side, trans means on the other side. In other words, cis means same as, trans means not the same as or opposite. Okay, so just remember those two. They're two Latin terms, two Latin prefixes. Cis means same as, trans means not the same as. They're, they're opposites, they're, they're antonyms. All right, so let me repeat so that our listeners are clear. Cis and trans are Latin prefixes. So we're having a Latin lesson today. Cis means same as, trans means not the same as, or the opposite of. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, that's correct. That's, that's really what, if you keep that in mind, that'll help you understand. I mean, it's like cis and trans, like the opposite of up, up, of up is down, the opposite of left is right, the opposite of straight is crooked, or opposite of happy is sad, opposite of infinite is finite, opposite, opposite of good is evil. Opposite of heaven is hell, and opposite of cis is trans. Cis means a person who believes their gender is the same as what is on their birth certificate. Trans means a person who believes their gender is not the same as what is on their birth certificate. So it's same as or not the same as. The words cisgender and transgender are antonyms. They're, They're opposites. All right, so that seems pretty clear. But you mentioned a few moments ago that a 10-year-old sees a cisgender person as a hater. Why is that? Yeah, for, for someone like me or you, that's kind of like, 
curveball, where did that come from? Well, here's why. In public education today, cisgender is not used as a descriptive term. It's used as a pejorative term. That is a term of shame. Therefore, if you go into a public school and ask all the fourth graders to raise their hand who identify as cisgender, not a single child will raise their hand. Why? Because if you self-identify as as, as cisgender, you're basically labeling yourself a hater in the minds of your peers because that's what the teachers are teaching in the classroom. Categorically, in all schools, public schools across the country, Brad, do you think it's really that? I mean, is it that inclusive all across the country they're teaching this? Categorically, no. Generally, yes. Generally, that's what you're going to find, especially in some of the more progressive states. That is what you're going to find. Wow. That is so intense. After we finish clarifying what the various terms mean in this whole conversation, let's talk about how the average person out there can reframe the issue. Can we do that? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right, when we come back, we're going we're gonna to keep defining this whole thing as we talk today about God and about science and about transgenderism and about blackface. We'll be right back with more on God is the Issue. Want to know more about how you can make God the issue in every issue? Get your copy of Brad's book, God is the Issue. Now in its third edition, you can get your ebook copy at brightmedia.org. Even better, if you subscribe to this podcast, you'll receive a coupon for one free download of God is the Issue ebook. Go to brightmedia.org, that's brightmedia.org, and get God is the Issue ebook today. Welcome back to the God is the Issue podcast with Brad Bright. Brad, I appreciate you taking time to explain the cisgender, what that really means and what transgender means. What about, let's go a little deeper into transgender and non-binary. Can you unpack these for us as well? You bet. And that's, that's, that's important to understand. Again, that's where people kind of get confused. They, they have an idea, but it's, it's this amorphous thing that they can't get their head around. Um, basically, you have transgender men, transgender women, and non-binary persons. Okay, those are the three, three big categories. For a long time, you know, I, I could have never keep them straight. You know, if a transgender man was a woman who identified as a man or a man who identified as a woman, that diddle for transgender women. So here's a way to keep the term straight in your head. Okay, transgender man first. Let's take that. Is a woman who thinks she is a man. She, as the terminology goes, she identifies as a man. Now think of it this way. Think of it that trans means not the same as, right? We already said in Latin, trans means not the same as. Therefore, a transgender man is not the same as a man or is the opposite of a man and therefore is actually a woman. So trans, not the same as, transgender, not the same gender as a man. So think of it that way. It'll help you keep it straight. Therefore, if a person identifies as a transgender man, man, they must really be the opposite of a man, which is a woman. Likewise, transgender woman, just flip the process, is a woman who, a man who thinks he is a woman or identifies as a woman is what you'd hear it, hear it called out there. Um, and again, trans means not the same as. So a transgender, not the same gender as a woman. So that's how you keep them straight. Transgender man is a woman. Transgender woman is a man. I, so that's just a little tip. I hope, I hope that's helpful. So basically, a transgender man means not a man, and a transgender woman means not a woman? That's what it means, yeah. I mean, for yes. That's not what they'd say it means, but that is what it means. Okay, so what exactly is a non-binary person? Oh, yeah, well, that's a fun one, right? 
non-binary person is a transgender who believes either they're both genders, neither gender, or a fluid gender, meaning they can change genders from day to day or moment to moment. Those are the three basic categories under non-binary. Now, there are numerous terms and variations or permutations under that category. Basically, non-binary is a catch-all category that's neither of the first two. Seems simple enough. So in summary, there are three uh, basic types of transgenders, uh, transgender men, transgender women, and non-binary. That's correct. But Jim, here's here's the rub. In order for a man to claim that he's a woman, or for a woman to claim that she is a man, or for a person to claim that they are neither or both, they have to deny both science and God. I was wondering when you were going to pull God into this conversation. All right, let's unpack this. In what way do they deny God? Well, you go back to Genesis one twenty-seven, right? God created the two genders in the garden, male and female. God created two genders, male and female. God says there are two genders, the way he created them, and that those two genders are actually, as designed, we are created in his image in these two genders. So that's actually a refle- reflection of the image of God. But furthermore, you go to Deuteronomy 22.5, says that a man should not dress like a woman, and a woman should not dress like, the, like a man. But that's not the end of it. Lest someone should try to say, well, that's just the civil law that doesn't pertain to us today rather than moral law. The command concludes with these words, and listen carefully. It says, quote, God detests anyone who does this, unquote. You know, through Moses, God gave the Israelites over 600 regulations. But there's, this is only one of a handful where God specifically emphasizes his personal repulsion. This is not civil law. This is moral law. So either the transgenders must, in effect, say that, well, God said, oops, and change his mind, or they must completely deny the existence of God. In one way or the other, they're, they're, they have to be God deniers. Okay. So in what way are they science deniers? Well, it should be self-evident, uh, self, um, but unfortunately it's not. But here's, here's the thing. Science has proven, proven that a pregnant person is a female. A person with an XY chromosome will never get pregnant, period. Science has proven that a menstruating person is a female. A person with an XY chromosome will never have a period. Science has proven that a person who produces sperm is a male. A person with an XX chromosome is incapable of impregnating anyone. Science has proven that a person with a with an XX chromosome is a woman. A person with an XX chromosome will always be born with a vagina. And science has proven that a person with an X and Y chromosome is a man. A person with an XY chromosome will always be born with testes. Now, that is settled science. As Obama said, this is settled science. So if you don't believe it, you are a science denier. So in order to believe that a man is a, can be a woman or a woman can be a man, You have to deny both science and God. When we come back, more of this conversation about God, science, transgenderism, and blackface. You're listening to the God is the Issue podcast with Brad Bright. Hang on. Brad Bright travels the country speaking and training people how to make God the issue in every issue. Go to brightmedia.org. 
That's brightmedia.org to find out how you can bring Brad's highly interactive workshop to your area. It's fun, engaging, and most important, it will help make you more effective in making God the issue in every issue. Go to brightmedia.org, that's brightmedia.org, and schedule Brad today. Brad, right before the break, as we come back to the God is the Issue podcast, uh, this is an incredible conversation. You said in order to believe that a man could be a woman, you have to deny both science and God. But trans individuals never deny they were born with male or female genitalia or that they have specific male or female traits. Basically, they say they don't feel like they are that specific gender. As they would say, they don't identify that gender. How do you respond to that? Oh, okay. You know, how you feel doesn't determine your skin color or your ethnicity. How you feel has nothing to do with it. How you feel doesn't determine your height. How you feel doesn't determine your eye color. It doesn't determine your hair color. And how you feel does not determine your gender. Those are all things that are largely predetermined at conceptions. At conception. So here, here's, the, here's the question. If your feelings don't reflect objective reality, is your problem with your gender or with your head? I'm going with your head, but I doubt that will convince a trans person. I think you're right. And, and because, you know, it's impossible to convince someone against their will. But let me take this one step further. I'm going to get slightly graphic here. Or at least, let's say I'm going to get blunt. So if any of our listeners are over sen- overly sensitive or if there are children in the room, I encourage you to turn down the sound for, fa- sound for a moment. I- I'm going to ask a series of questions which will help really to clarify where the problem is. Okay, let's give people a, a moment to turn down the sound. Okay, here we go. Okay, so here are the questions we need to answer. If a man is addicted to porn... Is the problem in his pants or in his head? If a man can't keep his zipper up outside the marriage bed, is the problem in his pants or in his head? If a man is sexually attracted to other men, is the problem in his pants or in his head? If a man thinks he is a woman, is the problem in his pants or in his head? Well, the answer to all, well, first of all, I think you have a thing against pants. But the answer to all four questions is definitely in his head. It's, it has nothing to do with you know, what's in his pants. Well, when you get in that context, it, it's very clear. So here, here's what I need to do. I need someone to explain to me how dressing like a woman can help correct the problem if the problem is in his head. How can changing clothes in a girl's locker room, in a 14-year-old girl's locker room at school, help correct the problem if the problem is in his head? How can having a sex change operation Help correct the problem if the problem is in your head. That's not helping. That is called enabling. We've all heard that word. It's called enabling. The first step in correcting any problem is that you have to be honest about the problem. A trans person's problem is not in their pants. It's what's in their head. They're not mentally disturbed. They're mentally broken. They're mentally broken. This is simple enough for a child to understand. So I, I don't understand why there's so much confusion on this issue. Well, I do. But question is, why would a person deny both science and God? Why would a person almost intentionally confuse the symptom and the cause? Why? That is the critical question. Hmm. Brad, I think this is a great spot for us to pick up this conversation in next week's podcast. There's a lot more to cover 
and we'll break it up into part two next week. Would that be okay? That's great. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for joining us today on the God is the Issue podcast with Brad Bright. Remember to check us out online at brightmedia.org. And also remember, when you're having a conversation about anything, but especially about transgenderism, God, science, and blackface, be kind, be compassionate, be shrewd while making God the issue in every issue.